Welcome to the Texas Values Report. This is Jonathan Sines, President of Texas Values. Great to be with you on another glorious week in the state of Texas. It's Thanksgiving week. Hope you're making your last minute preparations, checking out your travel plans, maybe, uh, you know, getting a few extra hours or your last hours into work. You Maybe you have to work tomorrow. Office is going to be closed Wednesday through Sunday. It's, it's actually one of the few times during the year where we've got the most consecutive days where, where our office is closed. That doesn't mean we may not be working or if you need us, we are available at any hour of the night. It's strange that these things happen from time to time. And uh, someone will say to me, you know, at, you know, my family's home or wherever, you know, what are you like a doctor on call? Hey, sometimes when religious freedom needs to be protected, when Christmas needs to be protected, somebody's free speech rights, you name it, we're there if you need us. Uh, plenty of people have my cell phone number. You can certainly send an email at info at txvalues.org. But hopefully we won't have to rush to any of those things because people respect your rights. And you'll enjoy that time with your family. And I'm going to be on the road soon. Tomorrow, as a matter of fact, I'm going to be heading to Houston. If you're in the turkey trot uh, in Kingwood on Thursday morning, uh, look for me. I'll be out there with my family, my sister, and, and other members of our family having fun with that. And then I'm going to make my way, kind of U-turn on Friday, uh, get around a golf in, and then come back and watch the University of Texas Longhorns and Texas Tech Red Raiders play for one of the, I don't know, last times, if you will, last Big 12 game in Austin. It's going to be a lot of fun. But, hey, I wanted to bring on, speaking of Houston, a good friend of ours, Christian Collins, who is uh, certainly well-known in the Houston area, but through many parts of the state and other parts of the country as well. One of the leading conservative and Christian conservative voices, certainly in the greater Houston area, but throughout Texas. We've been doing a lot of work together in a variety of ways this year, and so I thought it would be great to have him come on. We're going to talk a little bit about an event that he's supporting that we're having later this month, but a good chance, Christian, for me to just say thank you to you for all the good work we've been able to get together with this year. So thanks for coming on the Texas Values Report. Well, Jonathan, it's such a pleasure to be with you. And thank you to you and your Texas Values team for all the great work that you do to advocate at the Capitol every cycle, every time that the legislature meets and you constantly have wins after wins. And uh, it's a credit to your hard work and persistence. And it's also God's favor. So thank you so much for the work that you guys do. Well, I appreciate that. And look, I mean, as you know, living in Texas, growing up in Texas, the standards are high, right? The rest of the country looks at what we do. Texas Values is the official family policy council for the state of Texas that is associated with Focus on the Family. We network with groups from other states. You know, so a lot of times people want to know what's going on in Texas. They're hoping that we do great things because we tend to get a little bit more attention. And we're in the middle of a special session right now where there's a fourth special session, um, you know, by and large, and for all intents and purposes, probably over because um, many House members, not a lot, but some of them decided to vote against parental empowerment and school choice last week. And so that's likely the end of that issue. We might dig into that in just a little bit more. But I want to um, talk a little bit about an event you had earlier this year that I got to participate in that year after year continues to get more attention and more interest. Tell us about your Texas Youth Summit. How did it wrap up? And you know what were some of the notable things that happened this year? Well, Texas Youth Summit was awesome this year. We had a great lineup of speakers. Um, it continues to get better every year. 
Um, more people are coming to it. Um, this year we had an awesome venue, the Woodlands Marriott, and um, had a lot of great vendors and sponsors and supporters that um, just have made this effort such a, a great uh, opportunity for youth to come throughout the state of Texas uh, to participate in this um, event that educates them and equips them to be civically minded and engaged and uh, to help take Texas and make it make it red for a long time. Uh, you know, if you're if you're a conservative, of course, we just say conservative and that we are a nonprofit. But I mean, um, it's going to be uh, a, a great opportunity for years to come for for students to come uh, ages 12 to 26. It's totally free uh, to youth. And so youth are coming and, and they're growing and they're and they're finding uh, open doors in the conservative movement. Uh, they're being, becoming inspired to, to make a difference. And that's what we want to have happen. So um, those things are so important to me because it really is about the youth. And um, we want to honor God in this effort. And so those values that we're trying to instill, Judeo-Christian values and um, conservative principles of limited government, freedom, fiscal responsibility, and American exceptionalism. Because oh, yeah. while America is perfect, America is the greatest country in the world. And it's why so many people from around the world are trying to get here. And yeah. we have the most exceptional, the greatest country in the world. Look, I couldn't agree with you more. We're talking with Christian Collins. He is the leader, the founder of Texas Youth Summit, just one of the many things that he's been involved in over the years. Former member of the Center Cruz team many years ago, a proud graduate of the University of Texas, but a well-known Christian conservative in the Houston area and, of course, other parts of the state. And look, I mean, I love the event because the name says it all, right? The focus is on the younger generation, on the youth, and it tells them you matter, to these issues. You matter to this space. You matter to our state and people like us that know the value of getting more people involved and also knowing that it's not always that easy to get young people involved in some of these issues, to get them involved in their own society, their own community and culture. And it's a different world out there. Okay. I have a, my oldest is graduating from high school this year. I'm about to turn him loose to college and, you know, to a lot of freedom. And, you know, look, he's grown up under my wing and a lot of the work we do. And so I feel like he's well equipped, but I have times where I'm like, boy, you know, does he know what he's going to be up against? It's um, it's wild out there, and it's a lot of attacks, too, on people's faith. You don't have as cr much of a Christian element, church-going people like you used to, particularly in some college environments. We know one of the speakers that we're having at our event November 30th um, in Houston at the Houston Country Club is Coach Joe Kennedy, a football coach who was fired for praying on his own after one of the football games that he was coaching. And so you think about the college environment, you know, how difficult it can be. So I love the event that you have that continues uh, to keep that fire burning, but also to give young people an opportunity to interact with folks that are in high-level positions, that are in influential positions, and also to give those young people a chance to serve and to be a part of putting the event on. I saw that. I'm like, where's Christian? I mean, you know, there's like all these other people running the show, and you're back there uh, getting things set up for guests that are coming on. And so I love how you're, you're empowering a lot of young folks uh, to develop some of that leadership. Well, it's an honor to get to do it. And, you know, the youth are our future and we have to invest in them. And I'm grateful for all of the volunteers and donors and supporters who have come around this effort. And also our partnership with uh, Texas Values 
And and you've been involved in, in, in speaking and talking about the pro-life issue, especially that was very important this past session. Um, and, and I'm just grateful for the work that Texas Values is doing. And, and we can't do it without our partners, our sponsors, our donors and volunteers. And uh, we encourage people to get involved in what we're doing and, and, and help make this effort even better. And I know next year we're going to make uh, incremental uh, changes in, in the uh, audio visual. So, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're already thinking about next year. And, and with youth, the, the reality is you have to stimulate them in, in terms of, you know, videography and, and the oh, lighting. Yeah. And we make it like a rock <laughs> concert. We really do. And, um, and of course, we have a lot of star power and people coming that they look up to and love. And so, um, you know, Not, those, well, the combination of those things, it, it makes it a home run event. We're super excited about speaking it. Speaking of home runs, I got my baseball movie reference, right? Brad Pitt, adapt or die, right? <laughs> if you've seen Moneyball, yeah. right? I mean, and look, we're in a culture in an, and sometimes an economic society in place and with technology that things are changing all the time. I mean, things get outdated, right. you know, month after month and people, you know, expect a certain level of quality. There are so many varieties of ways and places that they can receive information. So a lot of competition going on to keep us on our toes. We're talking to, te- uh, to Christian Collins. He is the leader and the founder of Texas Youth Summit, has been involved in Christian conservative work for quite a long time, has run for office at different times in his past, and uh, and also worked with and for elected officials. Uh, Christian, I want to talk about an event that we're having on November 30th, where a lot of focus is on the religious liberty issue. And I get concerned at times. I've been involved in this work for close to 20 years. Some people may know my history when I was an undergraduate student fighting for uh, my religious freedom rights. But Coach Joe Kennedy is going to be speaking at this event we're having on November 30th um, at Houston Country Club. This is an, an event where you can purchase tickets. It is a fundraising event. We encourage people to go to our website, txvalues.org. But I've got a book that we're going to be giving as um, as a free gift, and also we're going to be selling at the event. We're going to get uh, signed copies from Coach Joe Kennedy, his book that just came out, Average Joe. You know, he fought for over seven years after he was fired for praying on his own on a football field and uh, I won't tell the rest of the story. There is a, uh, a happy ending, but you got to come to the event to hear him talk about it more. But, you know, uh, I know the book is Average Joe, but it takes more than an average person to fight for that long, go up to the Supreme Court, and stand up for what you believe in. And this is an adult. You think about some of the challenges our youth may face, but, you know, God is faithful, right? I mean, and it's not always about... Uh, a certain outcome. It's about doing what's right and leading by example. I have a senior in high school who's also a football player. I'm really hoping he can meet Coach Joe Kennedy because it's guys like these uh, that remind us, you know, we've got to still, still today in 2023, we have to continue to fight for what we believe in so we don't lose touch with it. Amen. Amen. And I'm so excited to be a part of the host committee for this event. And Joe Kennedy is a hero. Um, yeah. I know his story well, and I remember working for Senator Cruz's campaign in the past and him stumping for Senator Cruz and um, just a great godly man, football coach who, of course, um, just wanted to pray. And what a natural thing to want to do uh, to point people to Christ, especially recognizing I played football. It's a dangerous game. You know, you want your kids to be safe, right? So you're praying for their safety at the very bare minimum. 
Um, and, uh, you know, that's a, that's a great thing that he was doing. And, and unfortunately people came after him, but he won this case. And that's, what's so beautiful about this. And I know organizations like yourself and first Liberty have, have come around him and protected him and prayed for him and fought for him. And it's, it's so important, um, that we fight for and protect religious Liberty and the church, that is the last beacon of hope for the world. Um, and we're thinking, of course, spiritually, but also politically, um, because you think about all the different realms that the left has taken over. They've taken over our um, schools. They've taken over social media. They, but I mean, of course, Elon Musk has done a really good thing with X. But by and large, they've taken over social media. They've taken over many of the major institutions, our education system, um, as I mentioned, and, and our companies, those 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 uh, people that are in the colleges are ending up on the boardrooms of these major companies making decisions, and they have uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion policies, the woke policies that are destroying these companies and pushing their propaganda throughout our country. But the church really is the last hope for the world, and that's how we're going to save this country. And so religious freedom is so important. We have to protect our right to pray. We have to protect our right to come together as congregations and, and speak the truth of what God's word says, um, as, especially on the issue of what a family should look like, what a man and what a woman is. You know, we have to speak clarity and truth to the culture and be salt and be light. We have to say things in a way, you know, we have to be light. We have to tell the truth, but we also have to be very seasoned because salt when you when you apply it to anything, it makes it taste better. So we have to be able to say things in the right ways uh, with thought and clarity and firmness and boldness, but also with elegance uh, to to be able to reach people and persuade people uh, of the power of our ideas. Well, hey, because we can't step on people. In no better time to do that than over the Thanksgiving table, right? This is what Christian and I are doing. We're serving up some topics in case. You and your family run out of things to talk about over your Thanksgiving meal. But no, I'm kidding. Sort of. Maybe not. I don't know. What do you do at Thanksgiving? Do you get involved in some of these debates? Do you have some of these discussions? I mean, your family, right? You can handle a little bit of discussion, maybe differences of opinion, you know, um, fighting over the um, the uh, the wishbone, whatever the case may be. But, um, you know, it's interesting. I want to touch on two more things before we lose you, too. We're talking with Christian Collins. He is the founder and leader of the Texas is Youth Summit, one of the most well-known Christian conservatives in the Houston area and certainly in Texas and many parts of the country. A couple big things that happened recently. The Texas House took a vote on the school choice issue. I know you and I are big supporters of that. Speaking of the youth and opportunities that they're looking forward to in their generation, and you had, I mean, close to 20 Republicans that blocked this school choice effort. The Senate has passed it three, four, if not five times, and again, the House ends up causing this issue to die, and not Democrats, all right? Um, Republicans were the ones that were responsible. There's enough Republicans in the House for this to pass. Um, there are 30 other states in the country that have school choice, have options. Texas has zero, and here we are again. You know, and I think this ties into this next, you know, the election season we're about to get in. I mean, what did you think when that vote came down, uh, knocking down school choice last week? Very disappointed. Uh, you know, school choice is the civil rights issue of our time, and parents should have the right to be able to educate 
their students, their their children, according to their values, and the money should follow the child. And unfortunately, there were some members of the state house that are Republicans, but didn't vote in accordance with the, the grassroots. You know, Governor Abbott has made a lot of good decisions. And the reason why he's doing this is because he's listening to the people he's polled on this issue. And, and he's recognizing that this is what Texans want. And unfortunately, you know, these members of the state house, they're controlled by the teachers union. They're controlled um, maybe sometimes by uh, their their ideology of wanting to um, just, you know, give in to uh, whatever woke powers that are pressuring them. And unfortunately, this should not be the case, but it is with them and and they're giving in. And, and, and those members um, should should see the light or they should be ousted. Well, look, I mean, <laughs> this is going to be an interesting election cycle because while we're right in the middle of a presidential election, things are heating up at the state level, and a lot of it does center around the school choice issue. I'm trying to bring up our Facebook feed here because I want to share this to my page. I encourage you to do the same if you're watching. Share this live feed. Let's get into some chats and some groups, and so some more people can uh, be a part of this conversation as we wrap up in a few minutes. You know, Christian, I mean, we've been working on the school choice issues since I started Texas Values, but this is the best opportunity we've had to get something done. In so many other states, it is a bipartisan issue. You see Democrats leading on this issue. There's no reason why it should be partisan, but there's no doubt. The reason that school choice failed primarily is because the votes by some Republicans, but also all of the Democrats together saying, we're not going to give our constituents the freedom to have these options in um, in our districts. We're going to send our kids to private school. That's what some of the Democrats are doing. They're going to send their kids to private schools, but they're going to say, oh, your kid's not going to have that option. Only I'm going to have that option. I love the public school, but I have my kids in private school. I mean, that's their mindset. It just doesn't add up. And people are going to start putting those pieces together. And I think you're going to see a lot of that reflected in the election outcomes. Let's real quick just um, veer in the direction of the presidential and, you know, Governor Abbott came out and endorsed President Trump uh, over the weekend. We see, you know, we had another debate under our belt on the Republican side. And, you know, it's, it's I don't know if everything's quite come into focus yet. Um, but, you know, this next cycle is going to be, of elections, going to be important for the presidential. Texas is going to be in play. I mean, there's a lot that Texas voters are going to have to say on this. What do you think about uh, Governor Abbott coming out and endorsing Trump over the weekend? Well, I, I think he returned the favor because, you know, uh, um, President Trump endorsed him in his primary. And it's it's quite honestly the least that he could do, uh, because you should stay loyal to and back the people that have supported you. And I know that Greg Abbott did the right thing in this situation. Um, and, um, you know, uh, President Trump is is up big time on anyone else in that race at 67 percent of the support of the Republican Party. And you have DeSantis at nine percent and Haley at eight percent. It's not even close. And so, um, you know, for the Republican Party to continue to have these debates, they're they're really quite fruitless and pointless uh, because, you know, President Trump is not giving it any oxygen by by giving, you know, his presence there. Um, the, the grassroots and the base of the party is behind President Trump. And as it relates to, you know, our conversation with religious freedom and, and life, President Trump is the most pro-religious pr liberty president we've ever had. 
I mean, he signed executive orders to support this. And furthermore, as it relates to the issue of life, uh, the Dodd decision um, overturned Roe v. Wade. And he's the one that appointed the thir- three Supreme Court justices to overturn Roe v. Wade. Um, President Trump is actually spoken uh, at the pro-life march in Washington. He's the only president to have ever done that. Um, he's the really, really special president also because he kept his campaign promise and moved the embassy, the U.S. embassy in um, Israel to Jerusalem like he promised to do. And uh, he's, when it comes to the issues that Christians care about, uh, he's kept his promises and he's earned our respect. And, and no, President Trump is not the perfect vessel. He doesn't always say things exactly the right way. But God has used him in a tremendous way, and there's no doubt about it. He's protected and saved our country, perhaps for another 30 years at least, because of the Supreme Court justices he's picked. He's proven it time after time that he's the right man for the hour, and he's risen to the occasion. Wait, and so, uh, wait, I was going to say, yes, Christian, sir. I got to see Amy Coney Barrett speak at an event here in Austin She's extraordinary. And not that I need to be in the presence of a Supreme Court justice. They usually don't get out in public all that often. But the opportunity to shake hands with her, to be in an event where she spoke, to see how down to earth she is. There's no question in my mind that her being appointed the Supreme Court was that final opportunity and what was necessary for Roe versus Wade to be overturned. And one of the most important court cases um, in our lifetime, if not for um, you know the past 100 years, the Dobbs decision that overturned Roe versus Wade. So we'll continue to see how you know where this conversation goes. As Texas has a lot to deal with at the state level, but you have this presidential election, at least on the Republican side, and the and the nominees playing out and seeing as people are starting to make some more decisions, they're going to starting to make some more endorsements. But listen, I'm looking forward to seeing you, Christian, and our good friend, Coach Joe Kennedy. At our event on November 30th, um, you know, talking about a Supreme Court case, that was a big one, too, that came down the Monday after the decision that overturned Roe versus Wade. But uh, Joe Kennedy's got a book. If you want to get the book, you want to meet him in person, there's still time, November 30th, txvalues.org, to get your tickets. Uh, Christian, where are you going to you're going to be in, in a greater Houston area for Thanksgiving? I don't know if you want to say that publicly or if you're, you know, but uh, are you traveling? I'll just say that. Well, tomorrow I'll, I'll be in um, Dallas, Fort Worth. I'm going to meet with our friends, uh, Nate Shatzline and yeah. Rob So get to see some of my friends. And then I'll be back in Houston for the holiday with family. And then, yeah. uh, you know, just, just see where it goes from there. You know, in, in, a, in about a week, I'll be traveling to, uh, to the, you know, uh, South Texas. I'll be with Myra Flores and uh, doing a border tour and, and, um, and, and speaking at a, a really great Assemblies of God Church on a Sunday morning um down on the border so just just staying active and busy well when you're down there say hello to um one of our team members our good friend uh pastor jorge tovar who's a part of our church ambassador network of texas ministry you know with the big mustache i know you met him before the big cowboy hat he'll probably be around that area too but listen thank you so much for the work we've been able to do together our friendship the partnership um, you know, look, having you as such an anchor and involved in Houston, the city where I grew up, I think is so important. So I look forward to seeing you soon and have a happy Thanksgiving, my friend.
Jonathan, thank you for all the great work you do. Look forward to connecting with you very soon. And uh, God bless you. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. You bet. Well, that's good to catch up with Christian for a minute. Um, You know, every time I'm in Houston, just about every time I'm there, if I'm at an event, Christian's there, right? I mean, we've we've crossed paths. We've been in front of the microphone a couple of times at the same time. And so that's always a lot of fun. Um, But I'm going to get on the road tomorrow morning. I got some business I got to take care of before I get over to uh, the family's house in the Kingwood area. Again, if you're in the turkey trot on Kingwood, in Kingwood, uh, Thursday morning, look for me. I'm hoping to make it through it. I haven't run that long of a distance in a while. Honestly, I've been doing some other athletic um, events and activities that aren't particularly long distance, but I got talked into it. And it's a family thing we've been doing together lately, so I'm looking forward to getting together with members of my family in the Turkey Trot in Kingwood. And then if you're at the Texas Tech um, and Texas Longhorn game on Saturday, excuse me, Friday night, I'll be out there with my boys. I'm looking forward um, as uh, my high school senior enjoys one of his last football games as a high schooler. Hopefully, he's hoping he'll be on the campus of the University of Texas next year as a student, but we'll see where he ends up. But it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, one of the last Big 12 games, uh, a lot on the line. And, you know, whether you're a Longhorn or not or a Red Raider, it's always fun to get in that big college game with the family right after Christmas. But, listen, if you see value in our work, please consider a donation. You can go to txvalues.org, make that tax-deductible donation today. Come out to our event in Houston on November 30th. We still have some tickets available with Coach Joe Kennedy. And then on December 6th, we're going to be up in Plano with Riley Gaines, the leader of the Save Women's Sports Movement. She's doing great work. I'm excited about her being out there. We're going to see our great friend, speaking of religious leaders, Pastor Steve Riggle who is a host committee member for our Houston event. We've got some special items that are going to be at these events that you only can have access to to help benefit and donate to our group if you're at the event in Houston or the one in Plano. There might be a baseball and World Series element. I'm just giving you a little teaser. There might be some new items that we have that you can only get through Texas values that we're excited about. My daughter's excited about. That's my only little tip I'll give you. And you can sort of wonder what that's all about. Come to our events. If you can't make it, you can invest in us online. Thank you so much for so faithful that y'all have been to our organization. You've been watching, you've been sharing this. And together, that's how you've helped us protect faith, family, and freedom in the state of Texas. Have a happy Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you next week on the Texas Values Report.